What's up, pals? Thanks for tuning in. This is episode 96 of Super Nerd Pals. I'm your host, Andy Karasquillo. I'm Stan Goderski. How's it going? It's good. I'm, uh... I'm very close to finishing Final Fantasy XV. Woo! Yeah, um... How far did you get? Uh, I am on chapter six. All right, so you're not even part of the. You didn't even get to the part where it starts getting linear. No, that's chapter eight, right? Yeah, chapter eight is when it starts getting really linear. Um, chapter thirteen, which is where I'm up to in the middle of right now, is so fucking terrible. It is so absurdly bad that I'm thinking of rescinding my nomination for. It's placement on the game of the year <laughs> list. Like, that's how bad chapter 13 is compared to the rest of the game. Is chapter 13 the last chapter of the game? No, it's... it's. I think there's 15 chapters in the game. Oh. So it's right near the end, but it's like a fucking garbage. It's a shit show. That whole chapter. What level are you? 40-ish around there. Okay. I'm like 30 hours into the game. But this is the... I'm not going to give any spoilers, but this is the part of the game... Where they, for whatever fucking reason, all the way up until this point in the game, you've been playing with your three bros, they take them all away. So it's just you. It's just Noctis, right? Just Noctis. Not only that, they take away all your weapons. So you have no weapons whatsoever. So what are you fighting with? Um, so, at first, nothing. And you have to just run from all the enemies. But you pick up this ring. This, like, magic ring. Did you see Kingsglaive? No. Alright, but you know that stupid fucking ring that Luna Frey is yeah. carrying around with her? You get that ring finally, right? And it lets you use, like, three magic spells. And it's, so, one is death, right? And you have to hold that, you have to target an enemy and hold down circle. And then Noctis will put out his arm and just start sucking, like, the life out of whoever the enemy is. And if you hold it for long enough, they'll... Die immediately. But you have to wait for it to get to that point. So you're standing there still. Can't do anything doing this draining attack. In battle? In battle. And if they hit you, you gotta start all over again, basically. The fuck? The other one you have is... uh, You press square, and it's like to dodge. Right? But you have to dodge in a very specific time frame, and in a very specific direction... Because then he will attack the enemy. It'll be like a backfire spell. that It's supposed to be like holy or whatever. And it'll attack them. And they'll, it'll do like 500 damage or something. Now, if you're cornered by one of these like knight enemies. Right? The, the, those like Magitech armor things. Right? And you manage to dodge their axe attacks 17 times. You will kill one of them. That's ridiculous. The third spell is the triangle spell. And it's like the ultimate killing move it'll like kill everything in in the area and it's you have to charge it up like the death spell but it'll kill everybody it also removes all your magic for a short period of time so you lose everything and you're all by yourself and this chapter goes on for hours where you're just you're by yourself you're in this building trying to get to the top floor of the building and it's like small corridors. Everything looks exactly the fucking same. Like they reuse like all the assets over and over again. And you're just running through, trying to not get caught by these um, these armors walking around. Because if you do, then all the doors lock, and you can all you can do is either try and fight them or run away and hide in one of the walls and try and sneak by them. 
And every time you try to get to an elevator, it's like, oh, you don't have the right key card. You gotta go run off and find the key card. And you run off and find the key card, and you get ambushed by a bunch of enemies. Then you go up to the next floor. It's like, oh, now there's poison gas. Now you gotta go find the fucking ventilation system and turn that off. And then it's like, oh, now now the power went out. You gotta go find the power. Oh, you gotta find this other key card. Oh, these doors are locked. You have to press the switches in the correct order to open the right fucking door so you get through the next floor. You have to get to the floor, but then there's fucking 87 fucking shield fucking... Statue fucking people, you gotta kill them all before you can even get to the other place. Oh, you wanna save the game? Psych! There's a fucking enemy in the hallway and all the doors are locked. So you can't even get into the fucking bedroom to save. (laughs) And you can only save when you're in those bedrooms. You can't even manually save the game. So what I'm hearing is this turned from Final Fantasy to Resident Evil. The worst, most garbage-ass piece of shit Resident Evil. (laughs) Like, I'd rather play... Resident Evil 6, end-to-end, with no stopping, then play this chapter anymore. And I'm just... It's like Square Enix doesn't want me to finish the fucking game. That's how bad this chapter is. Every five seconds, I'm like, I just want to quit this fucking game. I just want to delete this game off my hard drive. I hate this so much. Because it took away everything that was good about the fucking game, which is you cruising around fighting monsters in the fields with your three homies, and they took all that shit away, and all you're doing is running through the stupid fucking corridors while the enemy, the the main bad guy dude, is like talking shit to you over the speakers the whole time. Oh, are you scared, Noctis? No, motherfucker, I ain't scared. I want to fucking delete this game, throw out the goddamn window. Piece of shit. And then Square Enix is like, oh, don't worry, there's a patch coming where we're gonna fix chapter 13. When's it coming? I don't know. So I ain't gonna fucking wait around six months for them to fix chapter for me to finish it. I'm gonna fucking plow through the game and finish the fucking chapter. I've been doing it in, in intervals. Like, I'll play for an hour, chapter 13. And then stop. And then I'll come back the next day. And I'll play an hour, chapter 13. And then I'll stop. And I'll come back the next day. Because you can't do it in one sitting because you will fucking rip your face off and put it in the disc tray and hope you can like get yourself downloaded into the console and delete it yourself with your bare hands. <laughs> I have the most weird image of you like beating the fucking data out of your console. Exactly. Yeah, like, so this game is, like, complete. this chapter has completely, like, soured me on Final Fantasy XV. As much as I loved the first eight chapters, as soon as I hit this one, it was fucking garbage. And it was falling apart ever since chapter eight. Like, because chapter eight on, it's, like, super linear, and you could tell that they're, like, cutting corners, because now you're riding on a train, and you can't get off anywhere, and you just go point A to point B on the trains, and it's, like, insanely linear. It's like, oh, chapter 12, here you go. Oh, the train stopped. Get out and fight three enemies. Chapter's over. Next chapter. That's crazy. It's like they ran out of time or something. They were like, we gotta get this game finished because it's, it's taking way too goddamn long. So they just like slapped together the ending of the game. And it's like fucking terrible. So, basically, it's Street Fighter V. Street Fighter V got a little further in development before they put it out. I mean, I really liked the first eight chapters of Final Fantasy XV. I just, I wish the end of the game there, and there was like, you know what, you want to see the ending? Watch another movie. <laughs> Pay 15 bucks, we'll give you Kingsglade Part 2. How Final Fantasy XV ends. That's, that's what I would prefer than playing those chapters. That's crazy. I mean, it's so bad that I don't even want to go back to the open world. I'm over it. I, I want to see the ending, and then I'm done. And I'm putting it back. I don't care. I will see the Adamantoys fight on YouTube. You know? Damn. I'm done. <laughs> anyway. The, but that it sucks because I still feel like it belongs on a game of the year list because the first eight chapters was like... the f- 
chapters one through eight is one of the. See, be- I've heard various amount of like negative things from chapter eight on, which is why I'm still on chapter six, enjoying the fuck out of this game. Chapter one through eight is one of the best games that I played last year. Chapter fucking nine through where I'm at right now is the worst game I played last year. That's how like different it is between the two ends of the game. I would love to have Zach back on this fucking show so I can ask him what the fuck he thought about this end. Maybe we'll have him back. We, we're definitely going to have him back because I can't. I, I want to hear what he has to say about that shit. Because and we have to talk about 2.8 when that comes out. Oh, yeah. So which, when, around that time, we'll have him back. And, and I want to pick his brain about the end of this fucking game yeah, because it's fucking sure. insane. Anyway, let's start the show. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that eight minute rant on Final Fantasy 15, but I just had to get it off my chest. It made me feel some kind of ways. I wish we had that rant like last week when we did the game show. Yeah, but I was a, I had just gotten up to chapter eight, so I feel like it's still worth a shot if you're if you're a Final Fantasy fan. I still think, like I said, those first eight chapters is like one of my favorite games that I played last year. Yeah. So if you if you get Final Fantasy fifteen, you just play the chapter eight and you stop until they fix it, I guess. And then kind of play from there. And then play from there. Yeah, well, enough with some bad news. Let's come into some good news. Ooh, tell me about the good news. Well, start off with that one. Yeah, sure. Um, so Ben Riley, the Scarlet Spider from the nineties, is getting his own ongoing again. Hell yeah! Ben Riley's Scarlet Spider is starting in April, I believe. Uh, and yeah, Ben Riley's back. Ben Ben Riley is back. His costume, uh, they changed his design a little bit. It looks interesting. It's similar. It kind of reminds me of Spider-Gwen. Yeah, that's what, that's what I feel, too. The, the thing is that it, this looks kind of like they combined Scarlet Spider's original costume with the hoodie with Ben Riley's Spider-Man costume, which was, like, the different, like, blue and red than, than yeah. Peter Parker's Spider-Man. And it looks like they com- they fused those two elements together, but I really honestly feel like they're trying to crib Gwen Stacy with that hood being up. Yeah. Because uh, Scarlet Spider had a hoodie, but he like he, ra- never wore he it. rarely wore the hood part. He it was basically just so he can have some like symbol on his chest or whatever, you know. So, I mean. I really hope that this is just like a cover image, and and for the most most of this, the issues he just wears the hood down, you know, yeah. like pull up some Jedi shit, like when he's like trying to be stealthy, pull up the hood, but like it just looks it looks weird. It looks like they're trying to like, like I said, crib off of Gwen Stacy. Um, they also included his belt, which is yeah, what, I like the belt. It's what he wears in his in his earlier costumes. The the big the thing that looks really strange to me that makes me feel like he's naked is that he doesn't have his wristbands. His, yeah, the wristbands are like the major part of Ben Riley for me because that's where he kept all his different like webbing variations that Peter didn't have. You know, like the the web ball and the and the web needles and shit. Well, so all right, this is just my thought, but um, Peter and the Amazing Spider Man currently has uh web shooters. That actually, like, change on command. Oh, really? So Yeah, so he'll be like, oh, uh, like, fucking, I don't know. I don't know, like, Electroweb. And then the the cartridge will change automatically. So basically... So I'm thinking maybe Ben Riley got the hookups from Peter. 
Yeah, I that's what I was assuming too. Is that they just it's not the '90s anymore, so the the tech is small enough to fit inside the costume. But I just I visually like the wristbands. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if you know what the plot is going to be about I have this. No fucking. Clue. And I'm pretty sure you haven't been following the clone conspiracy. Nope. I haven't really been following it either. So like, if you have been following it and you want to avoid spoilers, I would say skip ahead like a minute or two. But Basically, you know, in the clone conspiracy, I haven't been reading it, but I read the synopsises and shit. Um, somebody's bringing back Peter's like loved ones and enemies back to life and whatever. And it turns out that the Jackal is actually Ben Riley. Like he came back to life, and so he's the main villain of the clone conspiracy. That's pretty cool. He's he is the main villain. He's the bad guy, right? He's he's the one that's trying to get the, the bad. Sh- so like he had a heel turn at some point between him disintegrating. At, in the 90s and today, right? Um, he There's, like, some kind of drug that, that brings people back from the dead, which is exactly how he managed to come back from the dead or whatever. And he's trying to get other people in on it or whatever, but it, he's not... He's not, I'm not, I'm doing a really bad job because I haven't actually read it. I'm just telling... <laughs> it's, like, it's like you read up on the book report, yeah. and, but you, don't, you didn't actually read the book. Um, so, basically, Ben Riley, Scarlet Spider, is going to be him trying to make things better um it's he's kind of like in between he he in the way i heard it described is that in his heart he's a hero in his brain he's the villain like he's still he he can't so he's can't like figure at out. war with himself yeah he can't decide w- where he wants to be and then kane the other spider-man clone is trying yeah. to track him down to sort of like sway him back to like the good side but he's like he can't decide. He's kind. Of, he's a little bit like Superior Spider-Man, you know, like Doc Ock. He's yeah. just like, oh, I want to be a hero, but I'm kind of an asshole also. <laughs> so I'm interested to see how how it'll go down. It's written by Peter David, who writes um, Spider-Man 2099, which yeah. is really, really good. good. Um, he also wrote it in the 90s, so he's a re- he's really good at writing the Spider People. Mark ba- Mark Bagley does the art, and yeah, we're just both super excited. I don't know about you, but Ben Riley's my favorite Spider. Um. Well, Peter Parker's my favorite, but Ben Riley's definitely a second. Ben Riley's my favorite. I would say Gwen is my second. And... Well, now that Gwen exists, she's she's up on my top five. Yeah. Uh, Miguel O'Hara definitely takes top three. In, in like top five for me, I kind of put Peter like five because I kind of like I. It might be because I started really getting into Spider-Man during the the Clone Saga. I was like really fascinated by the different variations of Spider-Man than actual Spider-Man. Yeah. So that's why like Ben Riley, Gwen Stacy, Miguel O'Hara, Miles Morales, and then like Peter. Because Peter just seems like 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 white bread to me, and like everyone, <laughs> and everyone else is like oh baguette or like multigrain, you know, like all the other kinds of bread, and Peter's just like regular ass toast. Well, I figure Peter has to be number one for me just because, I mean, well, for one reason, he's the first Spider-Man. That's he true. started this shit. Yeah, I mean... But, I got what you're saying. Um, there are a lot of different Spider-People out there now, and a lot to choose from, a lot of different things. I mean, big shout out to Peter, you know, none of this would, would be possible if, it, if he didn't exist, but, you know, I don't know. I'll always have a soft spot for Ben because that was my my first introduction to single issue comic books, you know. Um, but he's not blonde anymore, which is weird. He grew out his roots, right? Yeah. Got to differentiate differentiate yourself from Peter a little bit. 
Anyway, I mean, now he's just gonna look like Peter. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I bought the the one issue of the Clone Conspiracy where the reveal happened that it was Ben Riley because it's fucking Ben Riley, and I had to do it right. I didn't buy any of the other issues. I just needed that re- that reveal issue. And he looks exactly like Peter now, yeah, which, which he should because he's the a perfect clone of him. But anyway, that's that. Maybe in the next. Uh... Maybe this arc, him figuring out himself, will end with him dyeing his hair and becoming good again. And working at the coffee shop that yeah. he used to, yeah. The daily grind. Like, hey, I know uh, I died and I lost my job a few years ago, but uh, I'm back. Hey, my resume is still the same. <laughs> I have experience. <laughs> you know I can make those good coffees. But yeah, um... Excited about this book. Me can't too. wait. I can't wait. It's I'm I've been ever since um he died, I've been like just itching for him to to come back and I picked up the Scarlet Spiders book during Spider-Verse and I really liked having Ben Riley back even though it was very short-lived, but Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm interested in this for sure. Can't wait. Definitely going to make room on the pull list for this one once it drops. And again, Peter David, so I have total faith that it's going to be a good read. Yeah. Alright, you well, want to move on to our big... Move on to the big kahuna. The, the big um, central focus of this episode. Yeah. Nintendo Switch! Wait, no. Nintendo Switch! <laughs> you got snap. Nintendo Switch! There you go. <laughs> so, um, I know... So, basically the way they're recording these episodes, it's going to be... The, the news is going to be a little bit late. But as we're recording this now... Um, the, this news is very fresh. Yes, yeah, it's, it's super fresh. It basically happened just a couple of days ago. So, um, because of scheduling stuff, we're we're recording these out of order. But know that like we had we had to cover this topic anyway. So yeah. even if we had waited and did it like chronologically when it's supposed to be, whatever, we would have still brought it up anyway. All right. One thing I want to say: shout out to the DJ. <laughs> oh yeah, that was like. That shit was crazy. That was some good shit. It looked be- like some fucking like underground Japan club. Like the fuck. I wanted I wanted some tracks. I wanted to throw up some track listings and like the name of the DJ so I could <laughs> look them up. Yeah, that shit was uh that was interesting. I uh I tuned into the press conference like fifteen minutes early. And I was just kind of bumping to that music. Yeah, I was like ten, I came in ten minutes early and I was just like I had um I had the iPad open that that had um Twitch on. So I was, like, streaming it, and then I had my phone up on Amazon and Twitter. So, like, switch between the two, because I was like, oh, at 12.01, they're going to open up pre-orders. They didn't. But that's what I wanted to have happen. It didn't happen that way. But, uh, so what did you think of the conference in general? The- um, conference was okay. Um, yeah. I feel like the main, main reveals to me were definitely, like, Legend of Zelda Mario Odyssey, mm-hmm. um, Splatoon Two. Mm-hmm. They did. They reveal some really cool stuff. Yeah. It just. I think people are a little bit like, eh, because they don't have the biggest launch lineup. I for one was hoping that Mario and Zelda would both be day and day with the Switch. Nope. Yeah, that's because because they didn't do anything last year. You know, 2016 was not the Wii U's year. Not, like, barely anything came out, you know? So I figured, like, oh, this whole time, now they're, like, building Mario so they can have it at launch. Haven't had a Mario game at launch since, you know... Fucking 64. Mario Sunshine? 
No, Sunshine didn't come with the GameCube. I thought it did. No, Luigi's Mansion oh, and Pikmin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so N64, what the fuck? Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, but for, alright, for me, I have a PS4, I have a 3DS, I have a Vita, I have a PC, I don't need 75 games to come out right when the launch of the, of the system, you know? Yeah, but I mean, at least, the least you could do is throw us a bone with fucking Mario. I guess, but like, whatever. It's, it's, it's year one, at I'm, least. Uh, I'm happy that, uh, they didn't go with making this, uh, Mario Galaxy 3. Yeah. Because it looks very much like Mario Galaxy. But, um... I've never played... Uh, <clears throat> I've never played a single Mario Galaxy game. And... I don't know. I kind of don't regret it. I, I don't really feel it. I played a little bit of Mario Galaxy 1. And I wasn't feeling it so much. But people... Like, fucking rave about the two Galaxy games. Especially Galaxy 2. So... I feel like... I don't really want to go back and play it, but if they put the Galaxy games on the Switch, then I'll give it a shot. I think I think that's a good compromise. Yeah. I will totally give Mario Galaxy 1 and 2 a shot if it comes to the Switch. Yeah, I kind of don't feel like hunting them down on the Wii and... Well, you could buy them digitally on the Wii U, I think, but, like, I'm oh, I'm so done with the Wii, Wii U. U. I'm, do- I'm, I'm so done with the Wii U that I'm actually probably going to go home and wipe the console and trade it in tomorrow. And put the store credit towards, like, Switch-related shit, you know? <laughs> like, that's how done I am with the Wii U. I have, like, n- I have nothing on there, right? Just virtual console games now. So I- I'm waiting for um, Mario Maker for the Switch, and that's it. Literally, that's it. There's, like, nothing else on the Wii U. Yeah. Smash. That's it. But I don't, I don't even I mean, own for Smash, Smash for the Wii U. You can just... Buy it on the 3DS. That's where I have it. I have yeah. it on the 3DS. I don't have the Wii U version of it. Yeah. So I mean, 3DS. You're you're fine with that. Yeah, shit. I'm fine with that. If unless they put put out um, Smash Deluxe, like they're doing with the Mario Kart game, you know, and give us all the DLC included, and then maybe bonus characters. I hope they do that. That's what I hope too. Why not? <sighs> um, okay. So the the definite ones that they mention on the show. Was one two switch, arms, Zelda. I think that are coming on March third. I think there's more than that. There's definitely more than that. But those are the only three that they really mentioned at the conference. Yeah, like by name and dedicated time to. I don't care about anything but Zelda. And that that was my point is that there's so many games that I already own on other systems that I haven't even gotten a chance to play yet. That I'm not, like, dying to have, like, three or four launch games that I really want. I'm good with the Switch and Zelda Day 1. Putting that shit in the closet until maybe Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Otherwise, Splatoon 2 in the summer and then Mario Holiday. Like, I'm I'm fine with that. And in between, there's going to be a bunch of, like, stuff yeah. going on. I know that um, Sonic Mania is coming to the Switch. That was something that I was initially going to get for the PS4. But now I'm probably going to get it for the Switch because it make, it kind of makes more sense. Same thing with Ukulele. I was probably going to buy that for the PS4. Now I'm considering it for the Switch because it just it, it feels right to have it on the Switch. You know. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. All right. So 
Let's talk about something they didn't talk about on the conference. The game memory of this console. Mm-hmm. So I've read articles of people raging that uh, that Legend of Zelda is going to take up half of the console memory. But that's only if you get it digitally, right? Uh, I think so. I don't think the game's installed to your console like the PS4. At all? I don't think so. The, the Wii U should didn't. The Wii U had a thirty. The, the deluxe version had a thirty-two gigabyte hard drive. Yeah. None of the games installed to it. So why would it install on the Switch? The 3DS games don't install on your console. You just pop in the cartridge. That's true, but we've never had cartridge-based games as big as this. But then that would... I don't know. I don't, I don't see it doing that. I don't think you install. I think it's just you pop in the cartridge and there it is. If I hope that's the save, case. Save games and digital games will probably go to the to the memory card. I don't I don't really use digital games on uh on Nintendo consoles. My my three D S has a thirty two gigabyte and I and like probably fifty percent at least of my games are all digital. I just it's the ones that I know that I'm never gonna trade in ever. So I have like Majora's Mask, I got Smash Brothers, I got Animal Crossing, I've got um Kid Icarus, I've got you know, games with like a lot of replay value. Yeah. Those are the ones that I'll buy digitally otherwise everything else is like cartridge based you know um so i i i you know it doesn't it doesn't bother me it's it's it starts with a 32 gigabyte but you can they're like micro sd cards you just fucking buy them on amazon you know i'm already eyeballing like a 40 dollar 200 gig fucking thing i have a 200 gig in my phone right now yeah, exactly i mean it's not it's not it's not like fucking sony and the vita where it was like you need the sony brand fucking memory card they're very special they're not like anything else and they're fucking six, gouged up 60 dollars for 16 gigs 80 dollars for like the 32 gig you know it's not like that that's true so it's it's whatever. I don't I don't give a fuck. You know, I'll, whatever Nintendo. I'll, I'll kick you. I'll kick the internet forty bucks so I get a bigger memory card. I don't. I don't, whatever. I don't give a fuck. It's not. It's not. It's not the big deal. It's not a big deal for me. In, that, right. in that regards. Whatever, man. <laughs> you're gonna buy a new console. You're gonna invest in like extra shit anyway. You know, everyone buys a PS4 and it's like, you know what? I'm gonna get the fucking two terabyte hard drive or whatever. You know. I mean, that's a different thing, though, because that... I mean, I guess it's kind of similar, but kind of different. I feel like having console space, period, is, like, more secure-sounding to me than, like, an SD card that I might lose somehow. But if you put it in the system, you don't remove it, you, you're not going to lose I mean, it. I mean, what if I need that fucking SD card for something else? You buy a dedicated one f- and just use it for the fucking Switch, and you don't think about it anymore. It's not like you're saying, oh, man, I got to, you know what, I need a couple more files on my on my laptop. Let me pry this thing out of my PS4 and, like, hook it right up. Like, no. Uh, I physically wouldn't be able to do that. Well, yeah, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, the, the thing that's probably disappointing for me is the battery life situation. But at, at the same time, it's like, what do, you, what do you expect? You know, it's not like battery technology is advanced all that much and compare considering how powerful this handheld is going to be it I mean, makes I, sense i actually thought the battery life was way more than i thought it was actually what, what do you think it was going to be i thought it was going to be like maximum two hours 
Okay, well, it depends. They said Zelda's going to be three hours, yeah. basically. Which is, I mean, it, again, it's not something that personally matters to me because I don't commute for longer than an hour. So I can always commute, play the thing on my commute, plug it in when I get wherever I'm going, and then, like, go from there. Yeah, just, that's just true. All these problems that I hear people saying about the Switch, I it doesn't really, like, affect me. And I was like, okay, all right, then don't buy it. I don't know. It, <laughs> it seems fine to me. You know, oh, yeah, the controllers, the, the little things are small. Who gives a so? fuck? You know, maybe they'll make an XL. Maybe you can buy a third-party fucking Joy-Con XL thing and so for your big, meaty hands, your, your fucking beef hands, you know? <laughs> your big beef hands. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. And it, it, here's the thing. I... It's it's whatever you know. Not I don't really see many situations where I'm gonna like w- fucking whip out the switch in the middle of like the subway and then plop it down and, and pull out the Joy Cons and like hand it to the pe- person next to me. Like, hey, you want to do some Mario Kart? You know, like that's no, <laughs> no. What I'm curious, what, what I'm curious about is if you have more than one set of Joy Cons, can player two just use a full set like left and right i don't know it's a very good question that's the one thing that i would say against nintendo is that they're even though they had all this time to explain what the fuck everything does here (laughs) they they didn't i there's a lot of things that we don't know about still about the thing you know like like even the specs on the console like that wasn't give that the conference either the most that was given at the conference was um the battery life. Yeah, and the, and the launch games. and Yeah, but they didn't go into, like, memory yeah. and if you can use two Joy-Con. Yeah, instead of, like, breaking it in half. Yeah. Which I I, I assume would be the case. Like, it, like say you have the Joy-Con and then you have the Pro Controller. I would assume you'd just be like, oh, player one, player two, right? I don't think anyone's going to be like... Play fucking Smash Brothers on these like little little fucking French fries with the analog sticks <laughs> on them, you know, like <laughs> on these fucking steak fries. Oh my god! Right? I don't. I don't know. I guess. I guess we'll find out. I pre-ordered this thing the very next day. Yeah, I woke up at seven a.m. and I pre-ordered it on GameStop's website. I have not pre-ordered it. I walked in. I walked into a physical. GameStop location to pre-order Zelda, and they had they still had pre-orders for the gray Switch. The the red and blue ones are all sold out, as far as I know. Well, uh, both are sold out. Really? Yeah. Because okay, I guess now they would be. Yeah. But um, it's like four days later. Yeah. Three days. At this point, yeah, I I pre-ordered the red and blue ones because colorful, right? Why not? Um, and then I pre-ordered Zelda the. The special edition, the one with the the case and the, the soundtrack and all that fun stuff. So yeah. I'm all in on the Switch. I'm I'm re- like I, I. I mean, I'm down. The only problem is I don't think I'm gonna have the money by then. So yeah, I mean, I figure I'd just get it like mid-April. I decided fuck it. I was <laughs> just fucking do it. Like let, let's just go. Like I've never had. I've had Nintendo consoles my entire life. This is the first Nintendo console that I've ever bought with my own money. So I was like, like, it's, I go in debt. It's, fuck you. it's time to give back to Nintendo after all they've given to me. I mean, I bought uh, the Wii U and the Wii with my own money, so... Okay. 
I, I've been lucky where I've I've gotten. And I bought things. like fucking forty three DSs at launch. Oh, that's day. true. Yeah, I've been lucky where I've been. I've gotten things as gifts and like Christmas and you know birthdays and shit. So I've I've lucked out with it. But Nintendo is like needs our help, and so I'm like, all right, here. Like I I got I spot you this time. Like day like day one early adopter. Let's go. And I don't know. They, and again, like the launch lineup is not that strong. But if you if you think about the 3DS's launch lineup, oh my god, people were like shitting themselves over the 3DS that first Eric few months. Like, think pieces about Nintendo in trouble, and like nobody's buying the 3DS, and they had to like have Reggie do like interviews, like, oh, we're gonna definitely be supporting this thing and whatever. And then by the time we got to the holiday season that year, and again. The fucking 3DS launched on March. Yeah. Right? Had nothing. Not even a good Zelda. It had Ocarina, I think. Yeah. But, like, no, no new fucking blow-your-ass-away Breath of the Wild shit, right? It was a remake of Ocarina. And then nothing. They they canceled fucking games. They canceled Mega Man Legends 3, right? They I think they pushed back Resident Evil Revelations. They did. Um... And there's so there was fucking nothing. And then the holiday season came around. We got Mario 3D Land, and we got a we got a bunch of other shit, you know, like Mario Kart. I bought the 3DS day one. Yeah, I got the, I got the purple the, one. I got the Onyx black one, and the- um, I also bought Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, and that was literally my only 3DS game for like. Almost a year. Forever. And I remember having to buy Street Fighter 4 for the goddamn thing because I had nothing to oh, play Oh, I remember it. I bought that too. Yeah. Yeah, and it was terrible. Not the best version <laughs> of that game, I, I will say. Terrible. Um, but yeah, there was nothing. And people were fucking freaking out. And then the 3DS had a really strong holiday season that year. And then ever since, there have been fucking games like out the wazoo for the 3DS. The 3DS... Even this holiday season, the 3DS has been sold out everywhere. Yeah, and and it's it's getting to the end of its its life cycle, and that's where the Switch is coming in, right? But the 3DS, I will say, arguably, probably has one of the better, if not the best, lineup of games for any for any console. You know, think about all the Zeldas that have come out for it. Think yeah. about the Mario games, Pokemon games, the Pokemon games. It yeah. has like some of the best versions of the best franchises. It's got it's got a fucking Smash Brothers game. For God's sakes, you know it's got it's got a really good Mario Kart. Doesn't have a good Metroid, but what the fuck does these <laughs> days? <laughs> it's very true. Um, maybe the Switch does. Oh, I hope so. But yeah, um, and the compensation for that for us was fucking great. We got the Ambassador program. Oh yeah. The Ambassador Program was great. Fucking Wario Land, man. They gave me, like, fucking 60 games for free. Not literally, but... Yeah. I mean... Maybe we'll get lucky. We'll get an Ambassador Program for the Switch or something. (laughs) But... Now that the 3DS is winding down, now that the Wii U is dead in the water, all Nintendo has is a Switch. So, I... There's no reason why they wouldn't support it, like, crazy. You know? And if you look at the amount of games that came up for the 3DS during the Wii U's life cycle... If... So Nintendo's handheld game is ridiculously strong, right? Their console game depends, right? 
if you combine them together, it's going to be a solid system. You know, because they're going to have those games that would have been, like, on the handheld on the Switch, and then the console games that would have been on the console games system on, on the Switch, right? So Because it's both. It does both things. So you're going to have the big games, like the Zeldas and the Marios. Then you're going to have the smaller games that are more portable, like the Pokemons and whatever, and the Kirbys and shit like that. And so it's going to... And the older JRPGs and shit that yeah. the Nintendo consoles usually have. And it's going to have both. You know, you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. <laughs> I mean, I, I've been sold on this goddamn Switch since it was called the NX, so... Yeah, I mean, me too. I was ho- like, I had, a, um, I had a wish list of things that I wanted out of this that I didn't get, really. Um, like I said, launch Mario. Um, got to launch Zelda. I wanted Mother 3. No word on that still. Uh, I wanted ports of Mario Maker, of uh, Splatoon, and Smash Brothers. Splatoon, Splatoon Two, you know, great, close enough, close, yeah. better than expected, honestly, right? Now, the but the thing is though, we still have E3 in June. Well, see, the other thing is, um, to what you were saying before about like. Nothing coming out for the Wii U. The new president of Nintendo hates the fucking Wii U. He wanted it to die. He purposely, like... He sabotaged his own console. Also, Iwata is the one who introduced the NX, too. So this is kind of his last... This is his legacy. This is his last legacy, so this shit can't fail. You can't can't let this shit go. But uh, the new Nintendo president seems extremely excited about this. Yeah, it still feels like Nintendo to me. I don't see any, like, you know... I'm not gonna lie, I kind of want a Reggie more in the conference. Uh, yeah, my man Reggie. You know... I feel like Reggie always says some weird shit and, like, like, hypes it up in his own weird-ass way. Reggie's probably gonna be in charge of E3, I feel. That was gonna be his moment. That would be fucking awesome. And, again, with E3, it's like, usually Nintendo has a pretty good showing. They have those directs or whatever. And this conference here was for the Nintendo diehards, right? Yeah. This is this is like not everyone in, in gaming is going to be watching this fucking 11pm on a Friday night if you're on the East Coast of America like conference, right? Not everyone's going to be fucking there for that. Only the only us weirdos, like the the hardest of the hardcore Nintendo fans, right? E3 is for everyone who likes video games, right? So everyone's going to have their eyes on E3. Right, so what better way for Nintendo to come out swinging than to show the crazy shit that'll get people hyped, like Mother Three, like Smash Brothers, like people who like Mario Maker, which is everyone who owned the Wii U. <laughs> right, so I feel like I feel like this wasn't such a gr- strong showing, but that's because they don't have a ton for the March release, and this is basically for the March release. Then after we get through the launch. And we're into the summer, and Splatoon is just hitting. Then you have E3. And then, uh, they can also reveal the new Pokemon game. <laughs> exactly. Stars um, is what people are calling it. Yeah, um, they could also possibly, if they want to make a fucking good one, Star Fox. Or Metroid. Let Star, let Star Fox <laughs> rest. <laughs> put, put Star Fox to bed for a hot second. We need a good Metroid. We do need a good Star Metroid. Fox got its chance to bat, and it didn't do so well. No. Oh. If they want to release a Star Fox, a 
What the fuck is the zero? Didn't we want really Star Fox Zero Deluxe or Star Fox One, <laughs> and like make the same game but better? Uh, maybe, but like, I'm I feel like so, the Star like, Fox action platformers were like better than this. I feel like Star Fox Command for the Nintendo DS was better than this. I've never played Star Fox Command. Star Fox Command low-key has like 95 endings or some shit. What like you can do fuck? you can do like so many different like paths and like weird endings and shit in Star Fox in that game. That's it's, fucking crazy. Yeah, the the one thing is like there's no on-rails missions. Every mission is like those big open like you're flying around kind of all range mode missions, but like you know what? I really I really like Star Fox Command. I honestly like not a lot of people like Star Fox Command. But I really fucking like Star Fox <laughs> Command just because of the weird story shit and like. I That's think, insane. I, think you, I, I had no idea. I think you get like most of Star Fox fired or some shit in one of the endings, and like oh. you you get some members of Star Wolf to join. So I don't know. It's fucking insane in that that game. That's crazy. Yeah. That sounds awesome. You should definitely try Star Fox Command. I recommend it. <laughs> So, was there anything that you really wanted to see at this conference? Any Was um, there anything on your wish list? I mean, I definitely wanted to see, like you said, Mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and see maybe some of, like... It would have been nice to see some of the ports that they were going to do. Besides just fucking, like, Elder Scrolls Skyrim. How do you feel about Skyrim? I don't really um, care for it. I... I had, um... <laughs> I bought the special edition for the PS4, and so did I. And it's still wrapped. Yeah, it's Skyrim's a really fucking good game. I'm not gonna lie, I I love Skyrim, right? But the mods on the PS4 version, not that great, and they disable trophies, right? Yeah. Um, I also have the special edition on the PC because I I own the Game of the Year edition originally, and they just they like just give you the fucking upgraded version for free because. PC's awesome. Um, so those have the good the good mods. So I'm probably gonna like stop playing the PS4 version now that I have that. But what my point is is that it's really cool, even though everyone's kind of tired of Skyrim at this point, to have Skyrim on the go. That's that's the one selling point for me. That's the only reason I could ever see myself double dipping. I would not buy Skyrim for the Switch at full price. I would buy it on, during like a fucking holiday ten dollar Black Friday deal. Just, just to be like, oh shit, here I am picking some dude's pocket on on the fucking bus, but not in real life because that's illegal. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I guess that's true. But that it's a good sign because Bethesda's working with. Nintendo. Well, yeah, that's the only thing that we got out of it is that like Bethesda, um, even shit like the Wii U. Had like all those fucking developers that said Nintendo was going to be working with. How many of them did Nintendo fucking nobody, work with? Like four. Nobody fucking cared about the Wii U after it came out. You know, it just. But I feel like the Switch. The Switch feels different to me. And so here. So here's the thing about Bethesda, real quick. Bethesda remastered Skyrim to test the capabilities of the new consoles. 
so that they could develop Fallout 4 for them. And then after that happened, they were like, you know what? We already did all this work on Skyrim. Might as well put it out. And that's how we got to the special edition. I feel like that's the same thing that the Bethesda did for the Switch. They were like, let us test the limits of the Switch. See what we can do. We already know how to work with Skyrim really well because we're really familiar with that. Also, Nintendo was probably like, do not bring Fallout to this console. <laughs> I don't want to see no fucking eyeballs flying out the screen on this in slow motion on, on the house that Mario built. That's not happening. So Skyrim is like a good... like tester for them you know no it also uh, I guess the Switch would also be a prime example to see if uh, they can do mods yeah though I don't think Nintendo would let that go I'm pretty sure like I this is clearly not confirmed but I'm pretty sure there's not going to be mod support on Skyrim for the Switch I would be surprised if there was maybe or there'll be some free mod DLC from uh, Nintendo themselves that's what I want to see, fucking Mario costumes for... for that the, would have been fucking awesome. That would have gotten me. Just like the just like the costume for Bayonetta. Yeah. Like, put on the Mario costume, and all of a sudden you can throw fireballs without, like, an MP cost. Yeah, for sure. And it makes the sound effects. Boop! And on top of that, Bayonetta is, like, the same R-rated game as... Or M-rated game as, uh... Um... Skyrim. That's something else that I wanted to see. Bayonetta three. Was was platinum on the on the list of? Um, platinum was on that list. Bayonetta three, E three. Let's go. E three. B three at E three. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> I swear to God, if that phrase goes viral and they don't credit us, I'm gonna be mad. Suing people. Are you? Are you gonna are you gonna get Mario Kart? Oh fuck yes. I like that they put in the battle mode. Oh, that's another thing I would have liked to see. A new Mario Party. It's coming. Oh, of course, but there's gonna be a Mario Party. It would have been sure. awesome to like see it at least at this. But, but I guess with uh Mario Kart and then uh Mario Odyssey. It's too much Mario. Too much Mario. Also they didn't show this I don't think they showed it on the conference, but they're Releasing Ultimate or Ultra Street Fighter 2. Oh, they did not show that on the comments. Did you see that? No. Ultra Street Fighter 2, the final challengers, it's called. It is... Um, I don't know if you ever played Turbo Street Fighter 2, yeah. the HD version, where they redrew the sprites or whatever. So it's that. It's all the redrawn sprites, but they're adding even more characters that were, that were never a part of Street Fighter 2 to begin with. They're... They've only shown Evil Ryu and Violent Ken so far. Oh my god. The Violent Ken hasn't been a part of Street Fighter in like a mad long time. I think he wasn't around... On, I think he was only around in the um, versus SNK games. I could be wrong, but that's where I think... That's what my memory is telling me. But he's basically like Evil Ken or whatever. And... They give you the option to switch between OG graphics and the the Turbo HD graphics. That's fucking awesome. So you can do both. Um, and it, it, they showed, like, the Switch propped up with the two, like, french fries. And they're, like, playing Ultra Street Fighter on it. And and they put in um, Dramatic Mode, which is which was on the Game Boy Advance version of Street Fighter 2, where it was... Like co-op, it would, you and and player two were fighting people together on the Street Fighter stages, and like you were fighting Bison and shit, like Ken and Ryu fighting Bison at the same time, and you're like playing two player. That's fucking crazy. They brought that over to Ultra Street Fighter also. 
So it's weird, and if it's if it's priced right, I'll definitely pick it up. But Ultra Street Fighter Two is definitely like on. My, yeah, I, I'm probably gonna get that. It's it's weirdly it's on my be radar because awesome. it, it just sounds so weird, but awesome. Huh? How do you fucking add more characters to Street Fighter Two? Like that game's been out thirty for thirty years or some shit. And I think I have a good amount of like characters in mind that they're probably gonna throw in there. I would love to see some alpha characters. Yeah, that's what I would love to see. Put Rainbow Mika in that shit. I was thinking Armika. They're definitely gonna add some obscure ass characters too. Rainbow Mika, or they might just add Evil Ryu and Violent Ken. Even then, that's that's fine for me. Like, cause that's something that I definitely wasn't expecting to play in Street Fighter Two. It's like it's like someone modding Sonic One to have Knuckles in it. It's like that's not supposed to happen. That would be fucking cool, though. I mean, you can do it. Sega. Get up on that. Sonic 1 and Knuckles. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, hype for the Switch. Fucking up there. Yeah. I'm definitely getting mine sometime in April. Getting mine day one and I'll definitely tell everybody what I'm thinking. Oh yeah. Because I'm going to be diving deep into Zelda when that happens. That game looks fucking beautiful. Oh my god. We could probably do a whole show on Zelda. Honestly. That's going to be fun. We probably fun. will do a whole show on Zelda. I'm definitely, that's definitely going to be some shit that I'm, I'm dedicating some time on the show to talk about once I start getting into it. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Cannot wait. Yep. Anything else that you're hyped about for this uh, Switch? I'm just hyped to see where all this stuff goes. Super Mario Odyssey was like definitely way up there. You know, New Donk City. Are you ready? Are you <laughs> ready to go with New Donk City? I'm uh, strangely feeling arms. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> it's weird, but I kind of wanted just to just to fuck around. It's a nice, uh, different perspective on a fighting game. I feel like they should have added a packing game, something, either Arms or One Two Switch. You know. Yeah. But they didn't. It's whatever. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it, right? Any, yeah, that's any pretty closing much words? It. I think we we pretty much got it all out of our systems. All the yelling about Nintendo and. Shit. Until Nintendo reveals some next shit. Yeah. We'll be back. Oh, yeah. Alright. But, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for listening. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or any of that, where can they get us, Stan? Get us on Twitter at SuperNerdPals. You can get us on our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash SuperNerdPals. We have a website, SuperNerdPals.com. We're also on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all those places. <laughs> Google us. We'll be there. Just Google that shit. You can find me on Twitter at SweetJustice1. You can find me on Twitter at StanDoom. And you can find uh, Chris on Twitter at KyoNinjaForHire. That's K-Y-O Ninja for Hire. Yell at him and ask him why he ain't here. <laughs> He's got he's got good reason. He's got good reason. He's got a really good reason. Yeah. Uh, He's a real sick boy. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for listening. Catch you next week. 